listening from the shoe, then the newspaper subscription is free. Um, but I, and I also encourage anyone else, um, you can pay with stamps. It's $8 um, for the books inside. And um, encourage your family to family and friends to subscribe to the newspaper as well, because that uh, will help them to keep that dialogue open about what's happening and we can better advocate for you. Um, it's okay for um, them to, I think it's okay for us. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but me personally, I, I want to bear some of the responsibility and some of the burden as best I can um, <clears throat> out here with all of you and what you're going through. And um, okay, so with that said, um, I also want to say this is the last day of 2019 where I can tell you that KPOO is still in their fall fundraiser. We are doing great, folks. The community is coming together. So as of December 23rd, we have raised 74923 of the $75,000 um, a goal that we have to keep this fantastic, so necessary, so important radio station going. This is an investment in your community that is only um, by the community coming together that we are able to um, have a platform uh, for incredible music, um, local politics, local ideas, the things that are happening around us that are really important to us. And sometimes, you know, the, the world of government can seem really far away and that they don't really care about us, but we can care about each other. And so this is one of the places where we can um, share our voices. And especially with Prison Focus uh, Radio this hour on Thursdays from 11 to noon, it's just rare. There are so few places that are giving voice um, to the folks inside who, um, you know, really deserve a place for their their leadership. Their voices should be in every sector of our society out here in terms of creating policies, policies and legislation and um, the community services. All of that, their voices need to be in there because they are part of our community and they have a very, very particular lived experience, which I think um, is permeated by all sectors of society. And they need to be in the forefront. And this is, and their voices need to be out here, and their ideas need to be heard, and they need to be part of the brainstorming process. So, um, this particular radio hour, which I am so blessed to be able to facilitate every Thursday. Um, is available here at this radio station, KPOO. So it's very, very important um, that that it continues because, again, um, the voices of um, our incarcerated caged community members rarely get heard. So please get us over the top, folks, $77. Um, <clears throat> Whatever you can dig deep, whatever you can do to get in there and um, kick down that money to KPOO so they can, uh, so we can continue to be here and uh, be that uh, shining beacon for you here in the community. Um, you can send a check or money order to KPOO, P.O. Box 156650, San Francisco, California, 94115. And of course, you can donate online at KPOO.com. All donations are tax deductible. And of course, if you've been listening in every week, then you know I'm about to tell you, please, if you can, uh, share um, 
your beautiful wealth, whatever that looks like. Also with California Prison Focus, we are trying to match a $25,000 um, uh, grant that was given to us um, over the past few months. And um, I'm so sorry I'm not able to tell you exactly where we are in that process, but um, whatever you can kick down for uh, California Prison Focus as well so we can match that grant and keep that wonderful newspaper going, the Prison Focus newspaper. That would be so beautiful and we would be so grateful. So you can go to prisons.org, prisons.org, and you can donate online or, of course, you can always send a check and money order to us as well at California Prison Focus. Uh, 4408 Market Street, Suite A, Oakland, California, 94608. All right. So with all of that, oh, excuse me, I am having a little bit of feedback here. So sorry about that if that's hard on your ears. Um, all right. So we're going to get started this morning. Um, it is the end of the year, and I am wanting to start the year just um, more than hopeful. I want us to feel inspired to just to take action. I really believe that we can expand our hearts and um, be in joy and be in gratitude about the life that we have, this feeling of freedom, and also do work as well. And I think it's necessary. So... Um, I happen to be listening, so, okay, sorry, I'm, I should finish a sentence, my mom always says. So one of the things that I'm, that I'm wanting to do today is just kind of normally what I do um, every week is put forth the voices of those, um, you know, who are doing the work inside and um, all kinds of work, whether it be um, jailhouse lawyer work or writing poetry, um, exposing what's sharing what's happening on the inside um, writing journalistic articles um, it's all powerful and it's all important so we will definitely be doing that today with a little bit of an emphasis on kind of the leadership qualities of some of the folks that stand out because um, we are going to be doing that I will always be doing that but we are California prison focus is in the middle of a campaign to free Satawa and he is a leader um, in this movement and um, as well as others um, around the prisoner human rights movement and of course he is one of the main leaders and authors of the agreement to end hostilities that came um, through the, um, the historic prisoner hunger strikes of uh, 2011 12 and 13 so um, I'm going to be putting forth some of those voices and I'll be reading uh, some pieces from both uh, the Prison Focus newspaper and the Bayview, the SF Bayview. Um, I'm definitely going to give a shout out to them. This is an, another important newspaper that uh, put forth the voices of, um, <coughs> excuse me, the black and brown community um, and the voices of those folks on the inside. And this is another newspaper that um, is, is essential. It's essential to this movement. Um, for prisoners' human rights um, and just the rights of the oppressed people all over this country and the world. So it's definitely it's international. This is an international movement. So um, I happened to be listening to uh, to KPFA this morning, and Albert Wood Fox was on. I don't know if anybody any of you know who he is, but um, he was um, incarcerated 
Cage tortured in um, the infamous Angola prison in Louisiana for almost 50 years. He spent over 40 years in solitary confinement alone and wrote this amazing book. One of the things that's it's called Solitary, so I, um, if you don't know about that book by Albert Wood Fox, um, I would get it. Um, it's painful, but it's also incredibly inspiring again, and I think that's what really, every time I listen to him being interviewed, um, or listen to him speak, what stands out the most for me is that even after, though he said after 50 years, not much has changed in terms of our, the social dynamics in this country and racism, and here we have a white supremacist. I don't actually want to call uh, 45 a white supremacist because I think this thing that we're um, dealing with is actually a pathology. So um, he is just displaying white pathology, I think. But the thing that while Albert Wood Fox said is that even after 50, almost 50 years of being incarcerated to come out and see that really not much has changed might sound really dark, but he came out, saw that and said, that is why I'm gonna continue to struggle and work and and strive um, for, for humanity and work for humanity and social change. So I'm, in, I'm encouraging all of us and all of you listening to be inspired by that, right? Like most of us have not had this experience. This is a very um, somewhat unique experience, um, unfortunately shared by thousands and hundreds of people, but um, even through all of that to to see the action that needs to be taken, not just um, the, the pain of it and the feeling of, of like, wow, you know, society is failing. We're not, and um, we're, we're having, we're, we're still kind of stuck in this place, but if we allow ourselves, and I encourage all of us, encourage you, if we allow ourselves to be inspired and to know that, um, if we can conjure up that that beautiful love energy, I think that we can again um, work and struggle for what's most important, and that is our humanity, and, and working for that social change where um, people feel like they can actually grow and thrive and uh, be their best person, and we can look to each other. Um, and, and trust each other and work together and collaborate. So um, that's kind of where I was going with all of that. So with that said, I am going to read a piece. I'm going to start with a piece from The Bayview, written by Keith Malik Washington. And it's titled, okay, so this is from the December... Um, Bayview newspaper, okay, the SF Bayview, December 2019, and we are going to read a piece called I Will Not Be Silenced, and then we're going to take a music break because you probably don't want to hear me talk too much more. There is a problem in America when a close confidant and advisor to the president embraces white supremacist and white nationalist ideologies. I'm speaking about Stephen Miller. How is this possible? More and more, we have been observing the normalization of hate speech 
at the highest levels in the United States government and some state governments, bigotry and hate are becoming the status quo and are being reflected in newly accepted policy and practice. There are no laws on the books in the state of Texas which protect LGBTQ people from discrimination in the workplace. I find this unacceptable. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Texas Government Greg sorry, Texas Governor Greg Abbott have embraced a hostile position against Texans who identify as LGBTQ. How can we convince Paxton and Abbott to acknowledge the humanity of LGBTQ people? Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has recently sent word to Iranian citizens requesting that they provide officials in the United States with video evidence of violent acts of suppression aimed at protesters who strongly disagreed with the recent 50% increase in the price of gas. Since when has Mike Pompeo been interested in the safety or welfare of any Muslims in any country? Could it be that Pompeo is more interested in destabilizing the Iranian government in order to foment regime change? Has Mike Pompeo been vocal about our Muslim sisters and brothers in Yemen who have been victims of an ongoing genocidal campaign by Saudi Arabia? No. Hold on, let me get here. Mike Pompeo doesn't give a, you know, what about the Muslims in Yemen? What about the one million Uyghur Muslims who languish in Chinese re-education concentration camps? Is Mike Pompeo willing to advocate for their immediate release? I think not. There are human rights violations which are taking place right now in prisons here in the United States. Violations, abuses, and injustices which are routinely ignored. Every day, employees with the Federal Bureau of Prisons orchestrate the murder, abuse, and outright execution of numerous targeted prisoners. The Department of Justice sees the patterns and trends yet will not launch a broad fact-finding investigation because at the end of the day, prisoners' lives don't matter, and the BOP considers federal prisoners to be subhumans not deserving of respect or dignity. Jeffrey Epstein's death was not a suicide, nor was it an accident. What happened to Epstein was premeditated and planned, carried out by the BOP. That's the Bureau of Prisons. However, the only reason that Epstein's case has garnered so much scrutiny and public attention is that Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire who had evidence which implicated the likes of Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew in acts of sexual abuse as well as gross degradation of young girls. Our young sisters deserve justice and not cover-ups. It is important for all of you to know that it is not just the Egyptian government that seeks to silence the voices of dissent. The Trump administration also has an overt and covert campaign of suppression aimed at journalists, activists, and servants of the people. I will not be silenced. Will you? This is Keith Malik Washington, is the co-founder and chief spokesperson for the End Prison Slavery in Texas movement, a proud member of the Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee, and an activist in the Fight Toxic Prisons campaign. You can read Malik's work at comrademalik.com. Um, he has an address here, um, but I will tell you that um, he has uh, been moved. He is now um, on his way to... Um, a prison in Louisiana called uh, USP Pollock. Um, and um, 
So I wanted to read that that piece by him, which you can uh, you can read on his website, um, which is be, being monitored by um, some free world supporters out here at comradeandleak.com. Um, and also, just importantly, you can also read it from the SF San Francisco Bayview. It is in the December issue. And I encourage you also to um, subscribe to this newspaper, make donations to San Francisco Bayview. Now, I know I, I'm asking for a lot of money, but really what I'm asking for is um, community empowerment, coming together as a community um, to keep things that are important to us um, going because um, we're actually not going to be able to get it from the government. And I think it's important for us to, again, see the power in each other, to see, um, to again, to just look to each other and empower each other and stop looking outward somewhere else for someone to take care of certain things. So we're going to take um, a quick break and listen to some Marvin Gaye.
Okay, we are back. Thank you, thank you, Marvin Gaye, for your beautiful, beautiful work, of course. Now, okay, so we are back. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate um, you giving me your time. So I'm just really going to be continuing with reading some of the uh, just amazing work that's happening on the inside, um, because understanding that... um, the way that we really can honor the amazing work that is happening despite um, the incarceration and um, really the unsettling circumstances and abusive circumstances that um, incarcerated, caged uh, community members find themselves in. It's amazing the work that they do, and I really just hope that it inspires you. So I know many of you, um, if you've been listening, um, know how important the agreement to end hostilities this is is to me um, and um, I really think that it is the most important document um, in the past I don't know three decades um, so I am going to read the agreement to end hostilities because this document can will be continuing to move forward and throughout the campaign oh but I do want to mention since we are I did mention the campaign uh, please join us um, at uh, California Prison Focus. We are going to have our um, our strategic meeting around the uh, Free Satawa campaign that's happening on January 15th. So we're getting right started into the new year. Uh, we will be coming together from 6.30 to 8.30. You can find that um, on our calendar at prisons.org. But... Um, yeah, come and uh, be with us if you are interested in, in joining us in this campaign. Um, not only will we be, of course, taking actions on um, the upcoming parole of Sitawa, but we will be, um, again, elevating these voices and learning from these um, men and women on the inside um, so that they can lead us forward um, for this uh, prisoners' human rights movement um, and making sure, again, that... Um, these these folks' um, ideas, voices, um, all of that is in the forefront of this dialogue uh, for change that's happening in our country. So join us again, and it will be at the Freedom of Movement Building where California Prison Focus has its office. Again, that, so that'll be at 4400 Market Street in Oakland, California. But you can go to our um, website and check out the calendar there always. All right, so I am going to read the Agreement to End Hostilities, which... Um, This is an amazing document that uh, CDCR um, basically is trying to refuse to um, implement and post at all um, in all yards across um, uh, California's prisons because what it does is it it's an agreement to end hostilities and um, the the truth of it is um, if uh, people don't need to be locked up then guards don't have a job. That's not a reason to keep people inside. I know that's a very um, uh, kind of just a brief, maybe simplistic way of putting it, Um, but considering the 13th Amendment, um, which keeps uh, slavery legal, um, it's definitely an argument that can be had. Okay, here we go. The Agreement to End Hostilities. This was written... um, in August, on August 12th of 2012, to whom it may concern and all California prisoners. Greetings from the entire PBSP Shoe Short Corridor Hunger Strike 
representatives. We are hereby presenting this mutual agreement on behalf of all racial groups here in Pelican Bay State Prison Shoe Corridor, wherein we have arrived at a mutual agreement concerning the following points. One, if we really want to bring about substantive meaningful changes to the CDC small r system in a manner beneficial to all solid individuals who have never been broken by CDC small r's torture tactics intended to coerce one to become a state informant via debriefing, that now is the time for us to collectively seize this moment in time and put an end to more than 20 to 30 years of hostilities between our racial groups. Two. Therefore, beginning on October 10th, 2012, all hostilities between our racial groups in SHU, ADSEG, general population and county jails will officially cease. This means that from this date on, all racial groups hostilities, sorry, all racial group hostilities need to be at an end. And if personal issues arise between individuals, people need to do all they can to exhaust all diplomatic means to settle such disputes. Do not allow personal individual issues to escalate into racial group issues. Two explanation points. Let's just think about that for a second. How can we out here implement this in the work that we are doing. If we, if they can do what they just have done, and I want you to know this agreement to end hostilities is holding violence against, uh, um, amongst the racial groups is way down. And, and mm, to say too, that the violence, some of the violence that is happening is being implemented by CDCR and their policies of merging yards. So think about how what that means to people need to do all they can to exhaust all diplomatic means to settle such disputes. Do not allow personal individual issues to escalate into racial group issues. Well, we can, we can just say into social um, issues. How can we be working together out here how are we are are we being as diplomatic as we can about um you know organizations um first of all within our own organizations but um when working with other organizations we all have the common oppressor three we also want to warn those in the general population that IGI, which is the Institutional Gang Investigators, will continue to plant undercover sensitive need yard debriefer, quote, inmates amongst the solid GP prisoners with orders from IGI to be informers, snitches, rats, and obstructionists in order to attempt to disrupt and undermine our collective group's mutual understanding on issues intended for our mutual causes, i.e., forcing CDCR to open up all GP main lines and return to a rehabilitation type system of meaningful programs, privileges, including life or conjugal visits, etc., via peaceful protest activity, non-cooperation, um, hunger strike, no labor, etc., etc. People need to be aware and vigilant to such tactics and refuse to allow such IGI inmate snitches to create chaos and reignite hostilities amongst our racial groups. We can no longer play into IGI, 
Institutional Gang Investigators, ISU, Investigative Services Unit, OCS, Office of Correctional Safety, and SSU, Special Service Unit, SSU's old manipulative divide-and-conquer tactics. Let's think about that. That is the oldest tactic in the book, and they're still doing it, and we're still falling for it. So what can we do to not fall for it? In conclusion... We must all hold strong to our mutual agreement from this point on and focus our time, attention, and energy on mutual causes beneficial to all of us, prisoners, and our best interests. We can no longer allow CDC small r to use us against each other for their benefit, two exclamation points, because the reality is that collectively we are an empowered, mighty force that can positively change this entire corrupt system into a system that actually benefits prisoners and thereby the public as a whole. And we simply cannot allow CDCR, the CCPOA, which is the prisoners, the prisoner guards union, IGI, ISU, OCS, and SSU to continue to get away with their constant form of progressive oppression and warehousing of tens of thousands of prisoners, including the 14,000-plus prisoners held in solitary confinement torture chambers, i.e. the SHU, ADSEG units, their other names. This has been for decades. Three exclamation points. We send our love and respects to all those of like mind and heart, Onward in Struggle and Solidarity. This is presented by the PBSP Shoes Short Corridor Collective, Todd Ashker, Arturo Castellanos, Setawa Nantambu Jama'a, and Antonio Guillen. There's a representative body that includes Danny Troxel, George Franco, Yanni Yandel, Paul Red, James Baridi Williamson, Alfred Sandoval, Luis Powell, Alex Yergoyen, Gabriel Huerta, Frank Clement, Raymond Chavo Perez, and James Mario Perez. Be inspired. This document is so powerful to our movement forward. All that's asked to be employed here I believe is it all that we need out here and we are going to be working collectively with our people inside and um, I encourage all of you to get on board you can read this agreement to end hostilities um, at the prison focus newspaper you can see the archives of our newspapers um, if you go to prisons.org and just go to our newsletter and you'll see the newsletter um, um, the past issues. This is work that's being done inside and it can inspire us. Yes, it's hard and it's painful, but if they're doing it, they need us out here to be working with them to do it as well. Because I'll just read that last piece, which just brings tears to my eyes every time. Um, Sorry. 
Um, in conclusion, we must all hold strong to our mutual agreement from this point on and focus our time, attention, and energy on mutual causes beneficial to all of us i.e. prisoners and our best interests. We can no longer allow CDCR to use us against each other for their benefit because the reality is that collectively we are an empowered, mighty force that can positively change this entire corrupt system into a system that actually benefits prisoners and thereby the public as a whole. That's us. So we're going to take a music break right now, um, and we'll be back at you. Land of the free, it lies the home of the homeless. Too many die every day, and we really just want this. Freedom. 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 That's what I want. Freedom. Freedom. That's what I
Ashdall, 13th Amendment. So I'm going to read some poetry. Um, again, the beautiful words of those folks inside and the things that they do to take care of themselves, to um, continue to educate, um, empower themselves, and, you know, what can we do to, um, to recognize that and elevate their humanity as well? Because they are not just convicted criminals. These are people. They are friends. They are mothers and fathers. They are loved ones of someone, even if you don't know them. And understand that they are attached to somebody, and you could be attached to that somebody. So again, I'm encouraging us to be, to be thoughtful and to remember that we are a part of a community, and just because we have a whole community that's behind the walls does not mean that they are not a part of us. So here, um, I'm just going to read a few pieces. This is from issue number 52 um, of 2017. This first one is called The Statue and the Bird by Anthony Kane and Clifton Perry. We've been statistics for years trying to endure. We've witnessed values diminish and attitudes become demure. Our voices fall upon deaf ears, especially our cries, cries and questioning why. No one sees the reality of what we see due to selectively alerted eyes. We were told to keep our eyes on the prize while believing in a dream. No one saw fit to inform us of our being disqualified without a cause, victims of a cruel scheme. Mothers and fathers devastated daily by the chaos they are forced to know, watching their seeds sprout only to see them cut down before they fully begin to grow. Little boys and girls propelled into difficult and extreme situations, all because adults can't find common ground or time to have a conversation. People being oppressed and expected to accept it without saying a word, being told, they will always be the statue and never the bird. We beg to differ. Just watch as we rise to the top. Our tenacity and passion for our people's equality will absolutely never stop. Forever deemed statistics, but creating some new bywords, actuating internal strength, to overcome being the statue by formulating wings to the bird. Inside These Walls by Christopher Ashcroft Inside these walls of mine, I can't keep track of time. No poor, no exit trapped, helpless inside these walls, feeling like I will fall, crying inside, dying inside. You see a guy, I tell it's a lie. I scream, I yell, I cry. You wonder why? I would rather die than live this lie, to not be who I am, not what you see with your eyes, blind to the tear. I cry inside these walls of mine. I plea, I beg, I cry. I can't keep track of times I'd rather die. Then live this lie. You ask why? 
When all you see is he, but it's not me you see, trapped as I am, inside these walls of mine, I scream, I yell, I cry, the tears fall on these walls of mine. This is called Prison Focus by Sahaluddin Iba, Stephen Dion Turner. Inspired by Prison Focus, issue number 49, summer 2016, Ed's comments. I'm more focus than a locust in a prison cell, inside a Folger's jar, with holes in it held by a captive. Building mentally, physically, and spiritually through true education to maximize my opportunity when it comes to overthrow my master. Not through reactionary prison tactics that caught us even though them same methods can be used and redirected with a sound, quote, universal collective, to push back the fingertips of oppression and stop the hands of mass incarceration slaughter. See, I'm captivated by prison economics, where I learned to love an audit of the prison system to today, where a non-profit can be a rocket for an inmate with a 501c and a K. I opened the Title 15 to inmate activity groups and smiled at what it say. Do we really understand the industrial complex of the CCA? Mr. Dillon, I get the feeling you don't want to hear what I have to say. Inside my dream, there's a screen on a commercial affidavit with wings. With a body like an elephant leading the way. See, in today's time, we fight for rights that we have willingly given away. Lie from the folder's jar from the Folger's jar, with holes in it where the locusts stalk his prey, where he's learning how to fight with his rights, refusing to neglect his supplicants five times a day to maximize his opportunity when it comes to fly away. And if he fails, let the blood in his ink highlight the trail. And I'm going to read two poems by Travis Blair, and both poems by Travis Blair at Beaumont, Texas. Work Detail To quell the rampant thoughts in one's head, mindless labor is placed in its stead. Pickaxes and hoes and swung to a song, this cadence our pacer all the day long. Hands become blistered, then torn and bleeding, but all that matters is the rose need weeding clothes growing heavy with caked on mud it's just dirt mixed with our sweat the merciless heat of the texas sun meets out punishment for what we've done backs bent and warped from the physical weight and knowledge of years of this cruel fate when everything we love has gone away waiting to die in these empty fields some day nothingness for myself, there can be no success with nothing to fill this emptiness. No loving friends, no sweetheart back home, just prison walls and these walls alone. Where iron rusts and the world forgets, this spirit's heavy with great regrets. Used to the flicker, the switch is thrown, the soul escapes a body's shipped home. With that, I want to just put out a general gratitude for this amazing poetry 
words, thoughts, feelings from the heart, from the soul, shared with us. I inspire you to be empowered again. Today is the first day of Kwanzaa for any of you that do celebrate. I do. Umoja. Unity. To strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Unity. And that's, of course, what we would love for the new year. Moving forward, can we find that unity, that mighty force? Um, so I, this is the last day with you, and I do want to thank you for sharing your time with me over these past months um, through the foibles and the technical difficulties and the, the tears and the intensity that we've shared over this time. It's been amazing, and I'm so appreciative of all of you uh, for sharing this time with me. So um, I also would like to... Um, and so I want to read one more... Um, I want to read the list of the demands that were put forth last year um, in August when we had the national prison strike. And they still, are there still demands that have not yet been met? So anytime um, throughout these days when we are together, if there's some reminder of the amazing work that's being put forth again by our caged, incarcerated community members all over this country, um, join us in some way. Find your local um, organization. Um, check us out at California Prison Focus. Read the Bay View, um, the Freedom of Movement Building, uh, where California Prison Focus has its offices at 4400 Market Street. Um, all of us are not as there. California Coalition for um, Women Prisoners is there. Uh, Legal Services for Prisoners with Children are there. Come see us. Um, get involved in the prisoner human rights movement because it's attached to everything. If we do not have their voices out front, this dialogue is incomplete and it is diminished without their voices. Here are the national prison strike demands. One, immediate improvements to the conditions of prisons and prison policies that recognize the humanity of imprisoned men and women and youth. Two, an immediate end to prison slavery. All persons imprisoned in any place of detention under United States jurisdiction must be paid the prevailing wage in their state or territory for their labor. Three. The Prison Litigation Reform Act must be rescinded, allowing imprisoned humans a proper channel to address grievances and violations of their rights. Four, the Truth in Sentencing Act and the Sentencing Reform Act must be rescinded so that imprisoned humans have a possibility of rehabilitation and parole. 
No human shall be sentenced to death by incarceration or serve any sentence without the possibility of parole. 5. An immediate end to the racial overcharging, oversentencing, and parole denials of black and brown humans. Black humans shall no longer be denied parole because the victim of the crime was white, which is a particular problem in southern states. 6. An immediate end to racist gang enhancement laws targeting black and brown humans. 7. No imprisoned human shall be denied access to rehabilitation programs at their place of detention because of their label as a violent offender. 8. State prisons must be funded specifically to offer more rehabilitation services. 9. Pell Grants must be reinstated in all U.S. states and territories. 10. The Voting Rights Acts of all confined citizens serving prison sentences, pretrial detainees, and so-called ex-felons must be counted. Representation is demanded. All voices count. All voices count. So again, I invite you, please check in with me at newbayatprisons.org. Go to uh, kpoo.com. Go to prisons.org. Uh, visit the sfbayview.com. Um, please join us. Uh, be an empowered, inspired, lovingly taking action community member. I love you. I thank you for being here and giving and sharing your time. Um, I adore you. All of you out there listening and becoming more inspired, we can do this together. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful new year. And I will see you and we will see each other in 2020. Look at how far we've come Look at how many didn't last this long Baby, we're so strong And all the lies that they told about us Still can't stop us Cause we're stronger than ever When we stand together Never lose faith in each other We're unbreakable Unshakable, impenetrable, faithful. I sing this for my people. When the war drums sound and the barricades come breaking down, I'm gonna stand by you, side by side. Together we gon' fight the good fight. This is our love song.
Love.